The big man at the end of the bar is sweating. He holds his head low over his double scotch, but every few minutes he glances up and out, behind him, towards the door. A fine sheen of perspiration glistens under the strip lights. He lets out a long, shaky breath disguised as a sigh and turns back to his drink. Hey, excuse me. I look up from polishing glasses. Can I get another one here? I want to tell him it's really not a good idea. It won't help. It might even put him over the limit. But he's a big guy, and it's 15 minutes till closing time, and according to company guidelines, I have no reason to tell him no. So I walk over, take his glass and hold it up to the optic. He nods at the bottle. Double, he says, and slides a fat hand down his damp face. That'll be £7.20, please. It's a quarter to eleven on a Tuesday night, and the Shamrock and Clover, East City Airport's Irish-themed pub, which is as Irish as Mahatma Gandhi, is winding down for the night. The bar closes ten minutes after the last plane takes off, and right now, it's just me, an intense young man with a laptop, the cackling women at table two, and the man nursing a double Jameson's, waiting for either the SC-107 to Stockholm or the DB-224 to Munich, and the latter has been delayed for 40 minutes. I've been on since midday as Carly has a stomach ache and went home. I don't mind. I never mind staying late. Humming softly to Celtic Pipes of the Emerald Isle, Volume 3, I walk over and collect the glasses from the two women who are peering intently at some video footage on a phone. They laugh the easy laugh of the well-lubricated. My granddaughter, five days old, says the blonde woman, as I reach over the table for her glass. Lovely, I smile. All babies look like currant buns to me. She lives in Sweden. I've never been. But I have to go and see my first grandchild, don't I? We're wetting the baby's head. They burst out laughing again. Join us in a toast? Go on, take the load off for five minutes. We'll never finish this bottle in time. Oops, here we go. Come on, door. Alerted by a screen, they gather up their belongings. And perhaps it's only me who notices a slight stagger as they brace themselves for the walk towards security. I place their glasses on the bar and scan the room for anything else that needs washing. You never tempted, then. The smaller woman has turned back for her scarf. I'm sorry? To just walk down there at the end of a shift? Hop on a plane? I would, she laughs again. Every bloody day! I smile, the kind of professional smile that might convey anything at all, and turn back towards the bar. Around me the concession stores are closing up for the night. Steel shutters clattering down over the overpriced handbags and emergency gift Toblerones. The lights flicker off at gates three, five, eleven. The last of the day's travellers winking their way into the night sky. Violet, the Congolese cleaner, pushes her trolley towards me. Her walk a slow sway, her rubber-soled shoes squeaking on the shiny marmoleum. Evening, darling. Evening, Violet. Ah, you shouldn't be here this late, sweetheart. You should be home with your loved ones. She says exactly the same thing to me every night. Not long now. I respond with these exact words every night. Satisfied, she nods and continues on her way.